Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with Japanese-born New York City jazz organist Akiko Sergura. We caught up with her in late April 2020 during the coronavirus lockdown to talk about a great many things in this new world of ours, like her 2019 CD, Equal Time, with the great lineup, and that's a wonderful listen. She started on the organ at the age of three and learned quite a bit at the famed Yamaha Music School. That led her to New York City and a career that is taking off. She's got a great story. Enjoy. It's obviously an extraordinary time in our human history, so thank you for taking a little time out to talk to me on Jazz today. I appreciate it. Um, you know, thank you so much for asking me. You know, that's, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm so excited <laughs> about Yeah, it. me too. Yeah. You know, I love Equal Time. I played that thing this winter so much in my car. It's such a great album from start to finish. So talk to me a little bit about this recording and a little bit about maybe what you're doing now in quarantine. Equal Time, I played with Jess Hamilton, on drums and uh, Graham Dictor on the guitar. We have been playing together since, you know, Jason and I started playing it on 2012, 13, you know, around that time. And uh, Graham joined the band on 2014. And uh, um, we Record recorded the, my under um under my name album called So Cute So Bad, and then we decided to um you know change the name Akiko uh, Akiko Hamilton Dexter because of it. we are not organ trio. No. Usually organ trio always organist is the boss. But this, uh, um, our trio is not like that. We are equal. So that's why um, our album title is Equal Time. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Right on. So are you doing anything now that you're in quarantine? Have you been making music or doing live streams? What's been going on? Um, actually, um, I have been writing music quite often, and uh, also, you know, my I have two A100 and the three speaker, but my two organ and the three speaker needed to fix. So I was working on fix organ and the three speaker this couple of days. And you know everything that I mean everything I I I fixed everything, so now I'm ready to play. I mean live streaming, and in fact, you know my husband Joe Magnarelli and I and myself gonna be play together for the jazz club in Bologna, Italy. In um, on this Friday, and uh, we're gonna do one more for the New Brunswick Jazz Project next Wednesday. Wonderful. So, yeah, it's getting busy. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad that you know 
I was, I've been talking to musicians and they've been mentioning, you know, uh, you know, we thought that once you hit digital music, I mean, there's nowhere else to go, but we've learned now in this that you can have a virtual concert. You can get sold, you can get an audience, you can make some money, you can do different things. So I guess it's just kind of like anything else. When adversity comes up, you find a way to deal with it. I think that's been really positive for the jazz community. I'm, and I think it's going to be positive, too, for when the weather might be bad and you can't travel or do anything and people want to do a virtual remote. It won't be the same, but maybe this time period will teach us that, you know, we can we can deal with Mother Nature in a different way. But to me, I um, it took time to adjust myself to the situation because of it. I was so much looking forward to playing gigs. Yeah. Started in March and April. I had so much good gigs. So. Yeah, I know, and yeah, 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 a lot of people did. You know, mm. your beginnings. You were you're from Japan, and I'm always curious because the Japanese have such a love for jazz. Why is that? Actually, American people always ask to me, but. Um, to me personally, I never thought about it. <laughs> um, yeah, Japanese people always play jazz, I mean, jazz record or CD as a background music. And uh, also, some of the jazz fans love all the jazz record to the really high end audio equipment. But those kind of people, those people and uh, um, the jazz fans come to you, who wants to come to listen to live music are totally different kind of people. So, yeah. and, uh, you know, when I played at, um, at Blue Note Tokyo with Lou Donaldson, I mean, there are so much different audience than um, when I played in Japan myself, you know, on my group. So uh, actually, it's very hard to tell. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me ask you this. How did you get your start in jazz? How did it become something that has led you to being a musician today? Um, the first of all, my grandmother loved jazz, loved jazz, and, you know, because of she was born in Kobe and grew up in Kobe, and, uh, you know, many, many famous jazz musicians came to Kobe to play, um, and then, actually, to me, um, probably, I played a couple of American um, old music on the textbook at the Yamaha School Music, uh, Yamaha Music School, and then I thought, oh, oh jazz is so cool. <laughs> Musicians, yeah. what albums, when you started really listening to jazz and wanting to become a musician, what what albums or musicians inspired you? Oh, the cat, Jimmy Smith. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
that was the, my first jazz album. I mean, jazz album. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah, I, I was, I was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> so did you, did you always have a dream of moving to New York? Was that always something that you wanted to do? Not really. <laughs> um, actually, I started taking an organ lesson when I was three years old, but always I loved the sports, and I started playing volleyball when I was nine years old through um, end of high school. So I always played organ and the volleyball together. Yeah, and then I, I never thought about the move to United States, but um, I went, I came to New York when I was 19 years old, you know, stayed in only a couple of days, but I felt very comfortable to be in New York. But then when I started to play jazz in Osaka, um, I started playing, uh, I, I have, uh, I started to play at the, the place called the Don Shop. That was after our place and also Don Shop located across the street from Bruno to Osaka. And then, you know, many artists who played at Bruno came to Don Shop to hang out. And sometimes I, I could play, you know, I played with them and then I thought, I changed my mind. I mean, wow, New York is so cool. And I met Grady Tate and Grady asked me to come to New York. So what do you like the best about being a professional musician? Professional musician traveling <laughs> all over the world and the play, play um, all all over the world. <laughs> right on. So, what was the first live jazz show that you ever saw? Uh, I think Wizard Report. I'm not sure that is jazz. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. What was what was that like? Where? No, what was that like for you? Um Do you honest with you? I didn't understand anything. Oh no. (laughs) Did you like it? Why did you like it? Why? Uh I mean why I I liked it with a report? Or the show, yeah. Why did you like the show? Yeah, what what was it about the show that you liked? Ah, you mean you? Did you ask me um, which concert? Yeah, you said you saw the weather report, and then I asked you why did you like the weather report? Oh, why? Um, because of at that time I played at Birdland on the organ, and uh, in the Birdland. With a reporter, the uh, Birdland is with a reporter tune, so so that's why I went to concert. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Um, yeah. So w why do you why do you like jazz so much? Um, I love the rhythm and the yeah. I I love the vibe. Um, actually, just um, playing organ is very easy to show my emotion. So we're obviously in a point right now where we're not playing jazz anymore. What do you hope both the musician and the audience realizes about live music when we actually do get to see live music again? You know, I hope people feel how great live music is and also realize the difference between internet live and the live, live music. Yeah, you know, that's it. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yep. Well, hey, hey, thank you for taking some time out today to talk about your music um, and what's going on. I appreciate it. Oh, uh, well, thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview. Where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players in Japan, America, and spots all over the world giving fans all that jazz. And thanks to Akiko for her time, music, and stories. If you want to hear more interviews, go to Famous Interviews with Joe Domino on the iTunes Store. Visit Neon Jazz at YouTube.com. And for everything Neon Jazz all the time, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, support all the arts and enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.